0: After I got out of the course, I didn't want to be outdoors anymore. Like my whole dream of being outdoors, I was not feeling it. It wasn't something I wanted to do. And I felt so much shame around it because the community supported me.
1: From outside, this is the Daily Rally. Short stories of resilience in the face of big challenges and unexpected adventures. Today, as part of our week-long series of stories celebrating LGBTQ Pride Month, an outdoor guide in training finds safety in the forest. After this.
0: My name is Mercy Mafon. My pronouns are they, them. I am the executive director and the founder at Wild Diversity. We do outdoor adventures and outdoor education for the BIPOC and the LGBTQ plus communities. I am in Elwood, Oregon. Elwood is kind of southeast of Portland, In the beginning, when I'm starting Wild Diversity, I really wanted to have the actual hands-on experience with people guiding me and telling me, like, you know, this is the right way to approach this. This is how to take a group out. I'm such a now person. So I'm like, let's just do this. Let's just do this now. We should go to this course. It was a 90-day instructor education course with one of these, like, big adventure hubs. And it was a leadership course. So it was an opportunity for me to really grow. Like, if I want to run this outdoor nonprofit, like, I need to know what the standards are, how people are approaching it. So the course is very, very expensive. I think at the time it was around $7,000. We did a GoFundMe to start. I think for me, I just hoped it did well, but I didn't know if it was really going to do it. So when it did, I was just like, oh my gosh, like, I I think this is going to happen. People really want to make this happen. So the community pinched in so I can get this education to help launch. And it seemed really, really exciting. I felt pretty excited just to learn and to try new things and to have new experiences, like mountaineering, paddling on the river for weeks, or, you know, rock climbing, backpacking. I'm like, this is so dreamy, but it wasn't. My experience the outdoors has never been in a professional setting. So I was really looking forward to that. But I think, you know, at the end of the day, that it wasn't that much of a professional setting, that there weren't understandings towards other identities and people. One thing that they did is that they would take our IDs (laughs) from us for the whole course. So we were 90 days without our wallet, our IDs, nothing. But they're also driving us through rural Oregon. And you know, you're hiking in the forest and then, you know, all the signs are shot up. There's shotgun shells, there's people shooting in the distance. And you know how your mind goes when you're on a backpacking trip or a long hike? Like, all you do is obsess over the same thing over and over again. So I think that feeling was compounded in my mind. A lot of people of color getting pulled over at that time for being brown. You know, that was a huge thing from Arizona all the way up to Oregon at that time. And it just, I never felt really safe because if i'm walking through the grocery store and a cop wanted to hassle me or like there's not i have nothing and i knew of people personally who had siblings in jail immigration prison just because they didn't have their ID, even though they're a citizen. So, you know, I'm already feeling like this is not a safe group. And I didn't feel like I was amongst people who would support me through that. They don't understand what it's like to be targeted by somebody who could take your life. So creates an interesting dynamic to be surrounded by people who you feel unsafe around for such a long period of time. And I'm experiencing it in a place where there's no safe place to retreat to. Every day you're going to wake up, somebody's going to say something inappropriate and rude to you. The people who are in the instructors don't know any better, so they're not going to stop it and interrupt it. So you have to be your number one advocate while being exhausted. You either endure or you quit. But the thing is, is that the community paid for me to be there, so... You know, I felt like I would be letting them down if I left. So it was just like I just needed to endure it, keep my head down, and just get through it. After I got out of the course, I didn't want to be outdoors anymore. Like my whole dream of being outdoors, I was not feeling it it wasn't something I wanted to do. And I felt so much shame around it because the community supported me. And afterwards, I was radio silence about my experience because I just, you know, didn't know what to say. Like that. I've never raised that amount of money for myself. And they believed in something. And now I'm feeling unsure. I had already previously signed up to partner with another organization to run a BIPOC backpacking trip after my course. So even though I was feeling like, I don't know if this is for me, I still had this trip to guide. And going into it, I think in my mind, I was like, this is going to be my last one. This backpacking trip was kind of like a beginner's backpacking trip. That goes through serene lake and serene lake is well named because it's like in this little crater and it's just like high trees all around it there's a steep hike to get to the top of the crater that we had to do and just taking the time with the group we had such a fun day we get to serene lake and it was so cute and there's just like one little rock sticking out that kind of looks like a a little throne in parts so we would all swim out to the little rock or wait out to the rock and we ended up calling it lovers rock because we were just so in love with the scene and our trip together um it was really beautiful For this trip, my co guide had planned, since it was a loop, we had hit a bunch of food like in the forest because we knew we'd be back down there the last night. So, our last morning, the day we were heading out, our participants woke up to them making donuts on a cast iron pan. <laughs> Like deep frying and making donuts in the woods. And it was so, so confusing for them. The level of confusion on their face of how do you have this big bottle of oil, this heavy pan, and where do these donuts come from? And I think that was just like a special moment, a cool treat that we created for them. And it was just, I think, magical from start to finish. The experience was just (laughs) so beautiful, so different, so easy. It was just the ability to truly be myself. I didn't have to code switch. You know, I didn't have to be more of this, less of that. I could just be myself, and that was okay. And it was so relaxing. You don't realize how Maybe you walked around life with your shoulders constantly tense and you thought that was a natural way until your muscles relax and you're like, oh, I must have been tense for a moment. And that's the feeling I felt like, like it was a lifetime feeling. Here I am like four or five years later with wild diversity. We're growing and we're running these programs. And I think it was because of that experience. I want our community to feel like this all the time. I want them to go outside and make connections and feel free and relax and have a level of safety out there. So it was a really, like, coming from a place of, like, feeling really stagnant and unsure to just having the biggest fire under my butt, driving me forward and feeling so passionate about supporting community. I want people to feel good all the time. I want them to feel connected all the time. I want them to feel like they can do it and that they feel supported. So it really not only like helped me drop back into the organization, but like create the foundation in which we want all the work we do to center around.
1: Mercy Maffon is the founder and executive director of Wild Diversity, where they connect BIPOC and LGBTQ people to the outdoors through adventures and education. Through their work, Mercy cultivates safe and welcoming spaces for underrepresented communities to thrive. This episode was produced by Sarah Vitak. We want to hear your stories. Please nominate the people in your life who found a way to rally. Go to outsideonline.com slash rally, where you can also see photos of many of our guests. The Daily Rally was created for Outside by me, Kat Jaffe, and House of Pod. The executive producer for Outside is Michael Roberts. Additional production and script editing by Marin Larson, and additional editing by Sarah Fuss-Kessler. Our audio editors are Kevin Seaman and Benny Beausoleil, and our music is composed by Louis Weeks. We appreciate our Outside Plus subscribers who make this show possible. To learn about the many benefits of a subscription and to subscribe now, go to outsideonline.com slash podplus. Thank you for listening.